let's swing over and talk about it in somewhere in the developing world. Um, here's a little clip from Afghanistan. Inja salam watandarast. Shmo shenamandaye nasharote bisocha arsaataye radio salam. That's a little bit from Salam Watandar. Uh, hello, countrymen. And it's a network of 53 stations throughout Afghanistan. And these stations are there to help um, create a sense of country. And Internews is an organization which helps uh, underprivileged countries develop strong, independent media. And Jan MacArthur is with Internews, and she is the uh, country director in Afghanistan for them. Thanks a lot for joining us, Jan MacArthur. It's a pleasure and happy uh, happy radio uh, day. Happy <laughs> World you. Radio Day. Um, tell us more about your work. You've got this. Uh, you've created a network of fifty three stations in Afghanistan. Um, what were you trying to accomplish? Well, I came to Afghanistan in two thousand five with Internews. Um, the goal was to um, set up uh, radio stations in across the country in impoverished areas. Back in just 10 years ago, there was no media in Afghanistan. Um, radio is a, a cheap uh, medium to set up. So in terms of building, rebuilding a country that's just um, coming out of a terrible conflict, um, radio is a really great medium to set up quickly, give people a voice. Um, now, in 2012, we've seen um, the media here boom and the, the radio um, the radio media in particular has been very powerful, um, connecting Afghans across the nation. Um, our program has been one of the most successful programs that USAID has supported in the last 10 years, with 53 independent radio stations across all the provinces of Afghanistan, um, run by many very brave journalists who are very committed to giving their communities access to information from politics and elections through to healthcare, um, education, and entertainment. So, um, in Afghanistan, we get entertainment with a message. Sometimes, is that part of the idea? That's that has been a really powerful vehicle. I think in developing countries, in a country like Afghanistan, radio is still a very dominant media. It's uh, cheap to set up. It's a very un- inhospitable um, environment, both through security issues, but also just the terrain. It's, 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 and it's an impoverished country. So setting up radio stations across the nation still resonates with the Afghan population. It's still the most popular media because it's an oral culture. People can listen to it in their homes. Um, it's actually a safe place to have political dialogue than the town hall these days um, because of the resurgence of the Taliban. Um, people can... Uh, run radio stations very cheaply. Internet access is only available to 4% of the population. Um, and TV really has only just started to penetrate the capital cities. So in a country where there was no media um, 10 years ago, radio is, is still the, the dominant media providing people with um, uh, education information. And as you say, through a lot of very creative radio programming, soap operas and dramas, um, people have gained access to information. A number of the programs that we've produced are radio dramas. We, we created, engineers created a radio drama about the rights of women, um, health care, the role of media in civil society protecting the rights of, uh, of uh, individuals and uh, protecting the independent voices of communities against Power, political power brokers. 
um, a lot of those messages are carried most uh, effectively through uh, interesting and entertaining um, soap operas. That's great. I'm glad radio drama is still alive in Afghanistan. Do you have a favorite moment, a favorite <laughs> radio moment you can tell us about there? Uh, one of one of our most powerful, well, there's a couple of programs that Internews has set up. One of them is Generation Hope, which brings together young people from across the nation. Um, Afghanistan is still a, a nation plagued by tribal rivalry. So people down in Kandahar don't really connect with or identify with the their countrymen up in and women and children up in Badakhshan. Um, and, and it's very hierarchical culture still. It's still not a place where women and young people speak freely or, or move about freely. So we created a program called Generation Hope, a call-in program, which is quite unique. While it's normal in America, it's a very unique medium in Afghanistan, and particularly for young people to have a voice. And we expected young people to ring in and ask for songs and dedicate love stories to each other or poetry or, you know, just have a bit of fun. But we found overwhelmingly that young people from across the nation were very politically motivated, were ringing up, asking questions about, asking questions of experts. They wanted to ask the government and, and, um, and uh, technical experts about politics, about education, about the economy, about their future, um, about health issues. Um, and they wanted to share their experiences and their aspirations with other young people who 10 years ago they would never have met because they would never have traveled. They would never have left their village. So a very powerful full program. Another program was is the Fix-It program. Our journalists were tired of, of the victim mentality that sometimes development brings along. You know, it's the government's fault. What's the government? The government isn't delivering services. I said, let's, let's get out and role model with the community solving problems. So the journalists created a program called the Fix-It Program, and they asked community members to ring in or text in problems. So they got a lot of problems from far off remote provincial places, from people saying there's no light. No, there's no power at our school, or there's no water, or the garbage hasn't been collected, or the road hasn't been built. So our journalists would go out and investigate the problem to see if it was real. They'd meet with the community members, identify the problem. This is all recorded, so like Radio Verite. Then they would work with the community to go and identify the government agents to help address the problem. They'd have a meeting try and address the problem. If they could address it, they would. If they couldn't, they'd work together to find a community leader. It sounds, it sounds great. It sounds like people are, are, are doing a great job um, really making it their own and solving problems with it. Um, but quick before we go, Jean, uh, what's going to happen, Jan, um, what's going to happen um, with the withdrawal in Afghanistan to um, internews to the radio stations that, that have been developed? Well, the radio stations Internews developed were um, created very much in a development in, in step with the economy of Afghanistan, which is very poor. So we made sure that we identified local leaders and entrepreneurs who we thought could last the distance. So all the partners that we identified and supported through equipment and training to set up stations actually own and run their own stations. They are run on, on a shoestring, many of them. Some media will... Um, fall away, but I think we think that the internet stations are the most likely to survive because they have not been uh, flushed with, with cash. 
We've never um, just um, piled on the money. We've really focused on sustainability and developing their skills and their ability to generate income and content at a very low cost. Jan MacArthur is the country director for Internews in Afghanistan.